Welcome to the Impact Multiplier CEO Podcast. If you're a chief executive or if you think like one and you want to create exponentially greater impact, then this show is for you. My name is Richard Medcalf, founder of Xquadrant. I coach some of the most successful and impressive CEOs and executive teams on the planet and help them achieve even more extraordinary results. Because no matter how successful you've been in the past, there's always a whole new level of impact available to you. So, if you're ready to play a bigger game than ever before, I invite you to join us and become an Impact Multiplier CEO. Welcome back to the Impact Multiplier CEO podcast. I'm Davina Stanley, and I'm here today with Richard Medcalf from X Quadrant, and I'm so excited to be telling you all about Richard's new book. Hello, Richard. Hi there, Davina. Great to be here again and looking forward to our conversation. Absolutely. Me too. I have loved reading your book, and I'm really excited to be part of bringing it to, um, to everyone else. So tell us a little bit about this book, Making Time for Strategy, such a great name. Why did you write it? Uh, Yeah, Making Time for Strategy. The reason I wrote this book is because I'm on a mission to help leaders break out of all the busyness, all the incrementalism and into exponential results. So what I see, for example, let me tell you about one of my clients, Mike. Mikey runs a two billion, uh, multi-billion dollar company. He's uh, got many responsibilities. He gets up early to deal with one time zone. He goes to bed late to deal with another time zone. He's really committed to the business. And yet he says, you know, I'm working so hard, flat out, solving these problems, doing all these things. Um, but I get to the end of the day and I go, have I really made the progress I need to make? I've got these ambitious objectives. How am I really going to get there? Do I have it what it takes? It's the first time in my career I'm wondering this. Um, and I just see all the time this situation, smart, successful leaders with big goals. But the bigger the goal, the harder they feel they have to work. And there's no more hours in the day. Um, or they're rushing so fast. They go, I haven't got time to even think, really. I haven't got time to to step back, see the bigger picture. Uh, and... And this comes up in every conversation, every conversation when I'm working with a new client, then again, they're normally smart, successful leaders, successful in their own right. And yet they're looking to make something extraordinary happen, multiply their impact. And so as we have that conversation about what's it going to take for you to multiply your impact, they'll say, you know what, I need to elevate my focus. And actually, even if you go back to previous episodes of this podcast, when I interview different chief executives, I ask them that question, what do you need to do differently to multiply your impact? And they'll often say, elevate my focus, let go of certain things, create, spend, create more time for the next level of activity. And so it's that reason that led me to write the book. Brilliant. And this, this notion of the infinity trap is a really powerful one, isn't it? I think everybody I work with, it doesn't matter if they're mid-level executives or really senior executives is battling with that that just that overwhelm. And I love the way you talk about that. Tell us a little bit about that infinity trap concept. Yeah, so sometimes I'll work with clients who are coming into a role. Now it affects everybody, but it's quite interesting just to imagine this scenario of somebody coming into a new role. Um, And I often talk with them a few weeks in, and they'll be like, oh, I'm so busy, I'm super busy, I'm racing. 
lots of things. I'm really, you know, drinking from the fire hose, all this kind of, all this kind of stuff. And I have to slow them down. Okay. This is great. What's really going on? What are you missing? And they'll start to think and they'll go, Oh, you know what? I haven't done this. Or, you know, I haven't spoken to this key stakeholder yet. Um, I spoke with one, one client and, and they hadn't even checked in with their general manager for the previous six weeks because they were so busy delivering on a whole load of initiatives and adding value. It's great that they're adding value, but actually there were two main reasons this person had been hired. They were laser focused on one. They'd completely forgotten about the other one and they hadn't checked in with their general manager for six weeks. And so they were kind of getting disconnected. Uh, and another client uh, I can think of was racing super fast, working super hard. And when I slowed him down a little bit, he realized that his whole approach to building his new strategic plan as he was in his, his first 90 day period was flawed, that he was building his plan, but he wasn't taking the time to bring on board certain key stakeholders who would be essential to the success of that plan. In other words, the infinity trap, it's when we get so busy in what we're doing, so focused on the immediate goals that we've set ourselves and all the, all, all the incoming demands. We live in a world of infinity, right? There's always more stuff coming in. So uh, there's always more emails coming in. There's more messages coming in. There's more things being put on our plate. We're working hard um, and we get tunnel vision. We, we, we miss those opportunities just off to the side or we, we, we forget what we're not seeing. And so for us, we're in our world, it all makes sense. And we're, 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 we're driving forward on what matters, but we're actually not seeing the big picture and we're getting caught into that incremental progress that I talked about. Yes. Yes. And just so busy, we can't see what else is going on around us, which is why it's such a trap, isn't it? And if, if exactly. I think to quote you back to yourself, if you give busy people or successful people more to do, they'll just, they'll just go harder, won't they? And that's not the solution exactly. when you're making this kind of step change to the impact that you want to make. And there, you know, there are key stepping points, aren't there in, in a journey, a career journey where you've really got to make a big gear change in the way that you're thinking about it. And you've talked a bit about, you know, the, the infinity trap, but also the ceiling for complex complexity and, and mm -hmm. just how to get around that and, and how to actually focus on the things that matter. You've got a beautiful term for it, which I'm going to let you introduce. Yeah. So I talk about strategic time uh, and, and my point here is that strategic time is your number one indicator of future success as a leader. Strategic time is your number one indicator of future success. What's strategic time? Well, it's the time that you're spending thinking and implementing your next level breakthrough activities. Okay. So if you like, there are two, there are two sorts of activities. There are there's kind of using time, doing all the operational tasks, all the things that crop up every day, every week and every month, uh, all, just all the things that are put on your plate, all the noise, the whirlwind of operations, as, as some of these call it. And then you have, um, then you have the strategic stuff, the things which are going to build new capabilities, address critical risks, um, build the team, right? Catapult you forward. So you have these two areas and strategic time is, is when you create that space in your diary to work on the things that are really going to be the game changers. 
And the reason I say it's the most important key performance indicator for any leader is I can show you people who, you know, who are just permanently busy, permanently overloaded, permanently behind the curve. Their to-do list is out of control. They're always feeling guilty for not having got it through at all. And then there are other leaders who are achieving more and more, getting more things done. They don't have any more hours in the day, but they seem to be on this rise. They, they're, they're making things happen. Uh, and actually, they're, they're not necessarily overloaded. And strategic time is the answer. It's how we actually uh, slow down to speed up when we invest time in our future success. And that compounds over the years. Uh, if we do one thing this week that helps us out next month, we're going to be in a better position next month, probably even have a little bit more of extra time free that we can reinvest in making it even better in the next quarter. And that is how trajectories separate over the course of weeks, months, quarters, years and careers. So strategic time, it's so important. It's really why I wrote the book. I want people to create more strategic time in their lives. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. And you know, if we think of big name leaders out there who've just got monstrous, um, we, you can imagine they may have monstrous to do lists. You know, Jeff Bezos or mm. Elon Musk being two contemporary um, leaders with enormous areas of responsibility. You know, you, you could be forgiven for thinking that they never sleep, couldn't you? If you think of all of the things they're responsible for, they must be really great at not only having strategic time, but using it extraordinarily well. So you've you well, worked with- My mind actually on that one, Dad, is, is Bill Gates, mm -hmm. right? He was famous for going yeah. away, even while he was CEO of Microsoft for a week at a time yeah. with a whole pile of books to yes. think and reflect. Now, I don't want to make the point that like, this is only something you can do when you've got a global organization, right? Uh, and, um, you know, you need to afford yourself the luxury of, of weeks away, right? Sometimes that's appropriate. It's not always appropriate. For you, it might be creating five minutes of strategic time in your day, right? Or an hour or half an hour or whatever it is. So I don't want to create goals which people feel are completely impossible here. It's important to say, no, no, what you want to do is just start to create that extra bit of time, get the benefits from that. And actually that will allow us and give us confidence to actually create a bit more strategic time in our lives. But you're right, everyone mm. has 24 hours in a day. The question is, how well are we using that time for our future success? Absolutely. And it's the same to your point. It's the same as whether you're a mid-level person or a senior person, even if actually you're an individual contributor, thinking about how you can get some strategic time is relevant, isn't it? It's not at all only uh, for those really leaders of multinational sorts of corporations, for sure. Um, so you've got an example there from um, somebody called Gort that you were talking about that um, you might have wanted to flesh out a little bit. Hi, this is Richard. I hope you're enjoying this conversation. This is just a quick interlude to tell you about my book, Making Time for Strategy, which is being released in January 2023. It deals with perhaps the number one challenge I've come across in my coaching work with top executives, how to get out of the weeds of operations and make time for the high impact strategic work that will lead to breakthrough results. If you're serious about multiplying your impact, you do need to elevate your use of time. So I highly recommend that you head over to makingtimeforstrategy.com where you can find out more about the book and download some free chapters. Now, back to the conversation. 
Yeah, just an, just an example. So yeah, I was working with um, working with one leader, and um, he was a senior finance leader in a, in a large organisation, one level below the CFO. And he was overloaded. He, when we first started working, he was. He said, "I've got no time for anything. I'm super busy. I can't even spend enough time with my team. I'm so busy." And uh, when we looked at his time. We found 30% was on recurring activities, which just happened every month. He had mastered them. They were very complex. And that was how he'd become successful, was being the person in the organization who really knew this back to front, in, inside out. But that was holding him back. As I said to him, that 30% of the time is just keeping the lights on. It's not going to make you CFO, because CFOs don't do that stuff, and you're doing it. Uh, and so how are you going to pass that on to your team? How are you going to delegate that? How are you going to structure it in a way that you feel, okay, you can let it go? And we had to deal with some of his mindset issues along the way. But when he did it in just a few months, he was able to literally go to his boss and say, hey, I'd like to take on more responsibility, please. I've got some time. And I, like, I think there are these areas in the business that I can contribute to. And so he, he got there, he got extra responsibility. Um, and I started to move up. So creating strategic time is a game changer. Absolutely. And it's so much more, isn't it, that being more productive, you know, working out the thing, looking at the things that we're currently doing and ranking them and prioritizing them against importance and yeah. impact is only helpful to a certain extent, which is why you're sort of not really offering another book, just focusing on productivity. This is much more than that. Talk to us about productivity and why it's important to think about so much more than just, you know, just being productive. Yeah. So again, back to this idea of the infinity trap in a world of infinity, where things are coming at us all the time, we can never get through it. We can't beat infinity with productivity. Um, <laughs> and most leaders don't need just another tip on productivity. Um, instead, we need to reinvent ourselves. It's a deeper game. It comes up in my conversations with, you know, one on one work with 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 key leaders as i said as the, one of the first steps i need to free up time and we already find that there's a deep issue there say it's not that they just need a better email program right or um a slightly different workflow on how they process their their meeting invitations that can be part of it sometimes right but but the deeper issue is um how do i need to reinvent myself how am i going to let go of some of the things that have made me successful in the past, some of the ways I add value right now and that I feel comfortable with. How am I going to let go of some of those things to free up time for the new things? Um, how am I going to think differently about my role and the outcomes I want to create? Um, and so, and so what I find is that there are four main areas, which I kind of cover in the book and we'll perhaps get onto in, in a later episode. Um, they actually spell the acronym time, which, which I, which I was very happy about, but I've been working on these areas for years and, and I see that they come up time and time again. The first one is tactics, blocking and tackling. Yeah. We need to get that stuff clear and make a plan uh, to free ourselves up influence because we need to actually work with our stakeholders to free up time. It's not just something we can do by ourselves mindset, because as I said, uh, often we have to work at that deeper level. It's normally our own thoughts about what's necessary, possible and desirable that's holding us back from moving forward. And then environment, how are we actually going to shape our broader corporate context um, so that the whole organization becomes more strategic uh, and aligned and lets go of the busy work and stops bothering each other constantly, but with low level issues. 
So there are these four areas. And so therefore, what I wanted to write was a book that covered that, gave a holistic view on what it's really going to take for you to become a more strategic leader. It's not just about a couple of quick productivity hacks. It's a personal challenge and it's a leadership challenge. No, absolutely. And look, I, for one, have loved reading it and reinforcing some of the things that we've talked about personally, but also going much further than that. And this notion of the personal challenge is something that's been quite relevant for me. I know you've pushed me sometimes and you can really feel that sort of, oh my gosh, that's pushing me further than I want to go until you get out of your own way a little bit and think, actually, that just makes such really good sense. And for me, it's been a little bit the sense of what's possible, just believing that it can be done. And I think that that's possible. I don't know. I I don't want to speak for other people, but that's certainly been um, a really encouraging shift for me to think, well, actually, these things are absolutely possible. And the tactics and the techniques that you've offered in the book, I think, really, really help with that. So where, where do we go? Where do we go from here? Um, should we jump into the first area of tactics or, you know, what, what do you think? What's next? Yeah, yeah so I, I think before we do that, before we get into tactics, which is obviously a great place to start in many ways, we need to actually do a little bit of groundwork, which is we need to be clear about what we truly want to achieve, what we truly want to create in our lives and our business. What is it that's going to create those breakthrough results? Because until we know that, like, why are we freeing up time? Like, what are we going to do with this time that we've created? And so it's not just freeing up time, it's time for strategy. So that's the first section of the book. It's called The Power of Strategic Time. So I think in our next episode, let's cover that. Let's understand um, what, when we create the strategic time, what are we going to do with it? How are we going to make the impact that we truly want? Fantastic. Now, really looking forward to bringing that to everybody. And if you do want to see the show notes from this episode and others, you're welcome to go to xquadrant.com slash podcast. And in the next episode, we look very much forward to bringing you some ideas to help you get out of being stuck in the weeds. So thanks so much for being with us. We really look forward to talking to you again soon. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. Now let's talk about you. When you're in top leadership, when you're in the biggest role of your career, who supports you at a deep level as you lead others? Who helps you multiply your impact and get to the next level? If you're ready to learn more about our content, our coaching and our community, then visit us at xquadrant.com.